Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks are higher, and the S&P 500 index is on track to snap a two-day drop as a rebound in crude prices spurs a rally in energy producers, while corporate earnings help boost financial companies. AIG is up now by 7.2%. S&P 500 index up two points to 2159, a gain there of one-tenth of one percent. Dow Industrials up six to 18,319, a gain of less than 0.1%. NASDAQ up two-tenths of one percent. The tenure up two thirty seconds with a yield of 1.54%. Gold now down 9.30 the ounce to 13.58, a drop there of 7 tenths of 1%. West Texas Intermediate Crude up 3.4% to $40.85. I'm Charlie Pallet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. We are broadcasting live from Boston's Atlantic Wharf, site of Smith & Walensky's, and we're going to be talking about hospitality and the restaurant industry. Do you know that the restaurant industry in the United States is worth an estimated $780 billion a year and employs more than 1.5 million people? Here to tell us more about the hospitality business is Kim Lapine. She is the Senior Vice President of Marketing for Smith & Walensky's. Kim, thank you very much for having us here, and welcome to the thank program. Thank you both. Welcome. Tell people about a recent transaction having to do with uh, Bunker Hill Capital, which mm-hmm. was previously the owner of Smith & Walensky. Sure. And what is happening to this iconic brand? Sure. Well, um, as many people know here in Boston, um, Bunker Hill Capital is a private equity firm located here in Boston. They took ownership of Smith & Walensky back in 07. Um pre-recession and then, of course, the recession, um, their focus really was to kind of right the ship and position the company in um, very turbulent times, um, a very difficult economy. Um, luxury brands like Smith & Walensky, of course, had to take a hard look at themselves and how to survive in that um, atmosphere. And we really just stayed true to our, our brand, the, you know, the integrity, the quality of the um, product and the service. Hospitality, of course, was a number one focus. And just... Um, making investments in our procedures and our tools to operate the business and, and kind of right the ship and make sure that the equity remains and that the company um, remains solid for future purchase, um, which, of course, this past spring, um, Danu Partners, based in Dublin, longtime fans of the brand, customers of the brand. Um, they like to kid around about how they um, cut many deals, cutting into Smith & Walensky's stake over the past couple of decades. So huge admirers of the brand, um, they had known some of the key players, um, both at Bunker Hill and in our operations and even in New York City, and um, really approached us to um, franchise the brand over in the U.K. and open the first international location, which they did back in 2015. So what does this portend? More international expansion, more U.S. expansion. What's the business model like now for Smith & Walensky? Well, clearly they saw some value in the brand, enough so that they um, invested quite a bit of money to open in the U.K., with the intent of eventually buying the company outright, um, if that went well and, and if the relationship remained and, and everything um, um, remained as positive as it was. They purchased the brand back um, this, this past spring, so now they own all the locations here in the U.S. except New York City. 
um, and then, of course, the London location with the intent of first investing um, new capital and much-needed funding in the locations that we have here in the U.S., um, then maybe exploring some new domestic opportunities in some major cities like we were talking about earlier here in the U.S., and then, of course, looking internationally. And just to look at the U.S. Uh, footprint right now, you've got Miami Beach, mm-hmm. Chicago, Las Vegas, Columbus, Houston, and two in Boston. Correct. Uh, is any of the funds, uh, are any of the funds going to be used to do renovation or build outs of existing locations? Yes, it, as a matter of fact, we're beginning um, renovation plans for Miami Beach as we speak. Um, construction should begin sometime very soon, as well as Columbus is next on the docket. We've also um, recently invested a great deal of funds in the Chicago location, both in renovations of the Smith Walensky brand proper, and then downstairs, the launch of a new sort of um, feeder concept we call Walensky's Grill. So, you know, it seems to me one of the things Smith and Walensky has that, you know, you were established in 1977. And Correct. I think that's almost, what, 40 years? Yeah. So the whole, uh, the foodies in this country, mm-hmm. so many people, so much more fine dining around the whole country, not just in a few major cities. So you have, it seems, more demand, a bigger market potentially, but there's also so much competition. How do you stay on top? How do you mm-hmm. keep a brand premier and a brand that a company in Ireland would want to buy. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, and that's what we really faced during the post-recession. You know, how, how are we going to remain competitive? There's so many new players in the marketplace, especially in the cities that we were in. Um, and we took a hard look at ourselves and said, you know, what did we learn over that recessionary period? What did we learn about Smith & Walensky that remained a constant, remained a driver for the core customers that we were able to maintain? And it, it you know, came down to a, a few um, what I call brand pillars. It, it, it's about the quality of the product, the commitment to USDA dry aging, hand butchering and dry aging on site, which a lot of steakhouse brands don't do. Um, we have a strategic partnership with a, a, a facility in Iowa where we secure and procure the um, only the very best USDA prime beef, um, black Angus beef. These folks are committed to family farm feeder um, relationships, so a network of family farms located right outside of Iowa. So, again, committing to the product, the sustainability of it, the um, the quality of it, uh, the hospitality itself, and then the integrity of the brand. And, and just committing, you know, all of our resources and our attention around those brand pillars and not trying to be something that we're not. Um, and remaining true to our heritage and our brand. That, that's really sustained us, and it's, I think, what um, Danu saw in in our brand and the um, growth and potential in the future. Just quickly, just mm-hmm. want to know, uh, one of the other things that's changed since 1977 are the prices. Wh- yeah. What does a, a Smith & Walensky top-tier steak go for now? Um, it depends on the steak that you're talking about, but, you know, we're somewhere in the 40 to $50, $55 range, depending on the steak. Um, and again, we are again still one of the only steakhouse brands that dry ages and hand butchers on site. There's obviously an added expense to that process. We believe it's something that differentiates our product and it, it's something that our customer appreciates. So it's something that we're willing to continue to invest in. Because that's how you stay on top and grow. You hold on to all the great traditions of the Absolutely. past. You upgrade the facilities, more modern, more beautiful. Kim Lapine, thank you so much for joining thank you. us today. Thanks, thanks for joining us. Kicking off our live broadcast here at Smith & Walensky, where she is Senior Vice President of Marketing. We're in Boston, down on Atlantic Wharf. Could you hear the seagulls in the background for a minute? Boy, oh, boy, what a beautiful spot. I'm Kathleen Hayes, along with Kim Fox. This is Bloomberg. 
Coming up on Taking Stock, a conversation about behavioral finance, also new technology and the spending patterns of millennials. We look at the future of the financial services industry. That's next. <laughs> 